I'm super excited to invite you to take part in this beautiful challenge I have. It's called Seven Days of Scrumptiousness. In seven days, you'll transform your life. You will remember who you are at your deepest essence. Seven days of prompts, meditations, embodiment exercises, energy movement in a private Facebook group. It's exactly what gets you started for the summer ahead and to really live your most delicious, scrumptious life with ease and grace and remembering really, truly who you are at your core essence. So if this is you, we start May 7th. Click www.feelfullyyou.com forward slash seven days. I can't wait to invite you in there. Hello, my lovelies. I am so pleased to be with you once again in the Scrumptious Woman podcast. So a bit has happened since I last spoke to you. A lot of goodness has actually happened. And it's taken my body, my psyche, a little bit of time to actually calibrate. And oftentimes when we hear this, we're like, but what do you mean? Having good stuff happen to you is really easy. But this is where receiving is actually a gift and it's not something that comes really easily to us. Um, Later on in the summer, I'll actually be dropping a program called The Receiving Codes because, you know, we really do receive information from the universe, from what is around us, right, from the field. And if we're not open enough to actually receive it, if we keep busy with doing things, with living life, which we all do. But if we don't actually put in a moment to pause, put in a moment to anchor in that goodness, whatever level that we have achieved, because ascension is really a path, right? Um, It passes us by. And this is, you'll probably understand when I explain it to you in this way. It's like, have you ever had an idea? And you just thought, oh, that'd be so cool to do it. And then you didn't act on it. And then, I don't know, two, three months later, you see someone else online or someone in your your friends or acquaintance group who's doing exactly that thing. And you're like, how? How did we get exactly the same download? Well, that is actually what happens. You do receive, you get that download. But if you don't act on it, if you don't have that impulse and like, okay, let's go with it. Let's bring it my my flavor. Then that download goes to someone else. So that's a bit of the woo stuff. What I was I'm talking about this weekend, last how I've had to slow down. And I say this very often in my podcasts, in all my teachings, with my private clients, with my VIP clients. In order to speed up, we actually need to slow down sometimes. Yeah, Becoming aware of some patterns that we're running, becoming aware of the thoughts that are running in our mind, the images, 
the body sensations, all the emotions that come up, those four elements that I speak on so often. And only then do we actually have the time that it takes our body and psyche to catch up, to calibrate, to have that become our new baseline. Now, last week I was in a training um, of spinal network attuning, so spinal attunement. Um, there's something called network spinal analysis, and it's a practice where certain parts of your spine get touched where you're holding tension, where you're holding the dis-ease, where, because anything that is dis-ease is usually in our nervous system and that is where we hold that charge, it's where we hold that emotional charge and that is then what creates that stagnancy, that stuckness, that dis-ease. And once we work on the points on the spine or just off the spine, we can move energy through that. And that is where we can get a lot of relief. So I was in a training for this for three days and I've been having these adjustments done for the past year and a half. And the change that I've seen in my physical body has been incredible. And also in my emotional body and then really in the anxiety or the fears, the thoughts that come up just all of a sudden when you're there lying face down on a massage couch, slightly smaller than a massage couch. And then all of a sudden recognizing that your body has an innate wisdom. It has the innate wisdom to heal. And so many teachers out there teach this. There's Dr. Joe Dispenza. I mean, there's there quite a few big ones actually teach you that your body can heal and your thoughts definitely do matter. What you think about yourself is also what you create in, in your space and then what gets created in your body as well. So short, long story, trying to make it a bit more succinct. Three days of training like this. Beautiful. New VIP clients that all of a sudden popped out of nowhere. I had never met these people. They had somehow followed me online, found my VIP offerings because I'd been putting a lot of attention on my VIP offerings, on my scrumptious experience. I'd make, created this incredible, beautiful brochure with pictures that I'm proud of, that I loved, and that really brings across the essence of what it is that you experience when you go on scrumptious experience and those are usually VIP ones one-to-one -one, or oftentimes with um, a couple so that they can actually learn how to receive how to receive pleasure in their body how to receive healing that had happened so obviously I had put my attention on there I'd put my thoughts on it I'd put my emotions in it I put all my attention and detail and, and hard work into it and funnily enough Two people showed out of nowhere, showed up out, out of the blue and signed up for through links on my show, social media. Then I was featured in Forbes magazine in the, as, as a feature. And um, oh, and then, of course, my podcast came out. So it's like I had so much goodness 
happen in about a week's time. And there was so much healing in my body as well. And, and me healing others with my hands on and off their body. That it took a moment to calibrate to that goodness. And that is often where I say, let's take that sacred pause. Let's just take a moment and take it in, take in all the goodness. And I would say we as women are not often very good at it. Think back to how you receive a compliment. Do you brush it off? Yeah, say someone says, oh, I like that top on you. It looks great. It's like, oh, this old thing. I've had it in my closet for years. Or, oh, you look amazing. Your hair is so good. It's like, oh, yeah, but you know, I've got dandruff here or you know, all my curls are gone. Notice how often we actually deflect. And then we kind of realize why do we deflect? Why do we deflect compliments? When someone wants to give something to us, is that uncomfortable for you? Do you feel you have to give something back? Do you have to do something back? Do you have to give something back? Where does that stem from? Even if you don't know where it stems from, just like, oh, yeah. For me, it's going back a long, long time. I remember when I was a teeny tiny toddler and um, I would come near people and I'd like stroke their, their fingers their hands and I just saw how how their energy changed and how they really relax. I'm like, oh, I've always got have to do something to be loved. This is how people like to receive me by me doing something, by me performing some kind of act, some kind of service to them for them. And oftentimes women have this more than men. And maybe that's generalizing, but I've, I've seen it in most of my female clients where this is like, yes, but, you know, I am loved because I do this, that, and that for my children and for my partner. And when I say, so what are the qualities that they love about you? It's like, oh, because I'm caring, because I love them so much and because I take care of them and I do this for them. And that actually is where the receiving block actually starts. So start noticing what are the beliefs that you have about receiving? Do you have to give something back? What does it feel like to receive compliments? What does it feel like to receive a cup of coffee? Say something I like doing when I when I'm out and I buy myself a cup of coffee once in a while I'll just buy I'll pay for the, the person behind me. And I don't know them, but I'll just pay for them and then yeah. That's it. Their, their coffee gets paid for. They usually don't say who it's from, but they'll just say, oh, yeah, someone paid your coffee for you. And to actually watch what happens, the kind of like the disbelief, it's like, why would a stranger buy coffee for me? What's wrong with them? What, you know, what have I done? Well, how can I, how can I thank them? I mean, I'm now obligated to do something for them. And this is where it's like, no, you can actually receive. So having a lot of good things happen in our lives, oftentimes we then sabotage this. I was reading an article um, the other day about what happens to lottery winners, to people that win millions and millions in the lottery. 
they're not, their system, so their nervous system is not calibrated to having that amount of money, say 16 or 60 or 80 million dollars or pounds or whatever your currency is, all of a sudden lands into your account. So just take a moment and feel that. All of a sudden, you have your bank account and there is 80 million dollars or the equivalent pounds, whatever the euros, whatever it is in your currency. What happens? Just notice where does your breath go? Does your heart start beating a little quicker? Are your fingers and hands, do they start getting sweaty? Do you have thoughts about, oh my God, wouldn't that be amazing? That would save me. That would would help all my family. Have you gone immediately into thinking what you would do for others? Has that felt slightly uncomfortable? Has it felt really liberating? So that is where we have to kind of calibrate to um, our capacity. Like oftentimes when I'm teaching to a class, And I see that there are a few people that have some pretty intense trauma on board. I'll take everything much slower. I'll talk more slowly because they can't always hear me. I'll repeat what I'm saying more and more more often so that I'm actually now calibrating to what they can hear and what they can feel. And this is what I mean with calibration. It's like taking the time so that you have, and if you think about your nervous system, just think about it as a box, as a container, right? Say like like, like these plastic cups that we get, um, the, the, the really cheap or white ones that always fall apart when, when we get like a, a coffee and that's whatever, at a, a uh, trucker's place or something, sometimes they have these really thin plastic cups. So think about that as your nervous system. It gets filled and filled and filled with hot liquid and that has no place to go anymore. And if there's more and more and more and more and more of that goodness going out in, then it's going to expand and collapse. Yeah, And, and the sides may just boom, boom, wah, wah collapse to the side, and then the liquid spills out over your hands, over over the table, wherever you have it. That is a little bit what happens to our nervous system, right? We put good things in it. We have a great week. We have loads of new clients. We get lots of loving from our husbands, our partners, Um, You may have made a promotion at work. There's a lot of good things that happen. And then all of a sudden it's like, (laughs) I'm not sure I can hold this. So collapse. Either and collapse could look at becoming lethargic, which is one of them. Just like all of a sudden being really tired and yawning. And yawning is moving energy. So... When you're with people and all of a sudden they start yawning, it means that your energy that they're in, they have to calibrate to that and their reaction is to yawn. It's not that you're boring. It's not that they don't can't stand you. It's just an energetic thing. 
So that's what one thing that happens. Another thing, what I notice, especially when I've been teaching people in a course and, and they've calibrated to so much goodness with other women, with other couples, where they, all of a sudden they're very expressed and very much into their scrumptious life, is that they'll start picking fights, that they'll maybe drink a bit too much alcohol or, or have a glass of wine, which actually doesn't help when you're that in that really expanded open state. Um, when that expansion, that newness feels just like a big open hole and it's like, oh, what do we cover this with? What do we fill this with? Because this, this new, new way of being is really uncomfortable. And I want you just to sit with that for a moment and think about how often have you had like really good things happen to you and then maybe a few days or even a few hours later something happens to completely derail that. And you might have a, a, a story in your head or you might have that thought saying, you see, it never lasts that long. Or you know how they say seven years bad luck and then it switches, it's oftentimes you haven't given yourself the time to calibrate, to anchor in that new baseline. So with all the processes that I do in my rapid release, rewire and restore process, one of the big steps is a question, an anchoring in question is what can you do today to feel this sensation more, to feel this as your baseline? And oftentimes I'll have people think like, what do you mean? I'm like, so you're feeling this expanded now or you're, you're feeling like you know, you're on top of the world or you want to confront your boss. What is one way? What's one action step? Just one step. All we're looking for is that one crumb. That you, can, that you can take, that action step that you can take today to feel this for a little bit longer. And that has them then go back into their minds a little bit. And I say, just first answer is your best answer. And then oftentimes it's not at all what they thought. It's not like I'm going to pick up the, the, the phone and call my boss. It's like, oh, I'm going to go in nature, plant my feet in the grass, Take a bottle of water with me, look at the sunset and actually appreciate how damn good my life is. Or they'll say, I'm going to spend some time with my granddaughter and the kitty cat and really connect with them a little bit. And more often than not, it is actually taking some time off some time and it can be as little as five minutes to calibrate to what it was that they have just experienced because what we do is we bring you into the here and now realizing that this moment is so beautiful and this moment and this moment and a dear mentor of mine Sachin Raja who has um Accelerated Evolution Academy that I was um, teaching.
teaching for and I'm a trainer for and I'm a master coach for and a lot of the processes that I have in my R4 method are derived from him and from some other um, peeps that he has also named in all the processes. And one of the biggest learnings and one of the things that he likes to say often is complete laziness. Yeah, and really have like this intentional laziness after you've given a course or after you've maybe just finished your deadline, take an hour, two hour, and just be lazy. Switch off your telephone, your 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 TV, switch off all your devices, and just allow yourself some time to bask in that moment. Because as we know, where you put your attention on, that is what grows. So when you bask in that moment of feeling amazing, of calibrating to all the good things that have happened, that, my love, is how you call in more of that goodness. And it takes a moment, yeah? It takes a moment to calibrate to that. Take that time for yourself. A good way of starting this process is to, before you get to bed, take a moment. If you have a pen and paper next to your bed, perfect. If you don't, take take some notes on your phone or just think. Yeah, I'm also a firm believer of not being on technology, knowing how it keeps me awake at night. But last thing before you close your eyes and you drift off to sleep, just think about four or five things that were absolutely great in your life as it is right now. And it might be something as small as, ah, the way that the sun hit my shoulders today. Or the woman that smiled at me. And while I was doing my shopping and we, we had a little chat about the flowers outside. It could be like, oh my God, these sheets are just divine. I love it when I have clean linen. Might be that glass of water today was just wonderful. Or it could be, and hey, my body, I'm just so proud that I did 10,000 steps today that I walked for 10 minutes without pain. All of these things are really how you receive life. And then notice where you're going to get more impulses, where you're going to get more thoughts, more ideas. You're actually going to receive more from the universe, more goodness. As always, my loves, See how that resonates with you. Go onto my website, have a look for the receiving codes, which will come later this year, this summer, and see how you can receive. Look back at all the history of yourself and like, oh, am I a good receiver? And don't get, don't get angry at yourself if you're not. This is a journey. We're learning how to receive. As always, Lots of love and stay scrumptious. 
Thank you for joining the Scrumptious Woman podcast. I appreciate you being here as time is your most precious commodity. If you enjoyed these insights, please hit the like and subscribe button. By doing so, you'll stay connected. Visit feelfullyyou.com for a wealth of resources, tools and guidance to support your journey towards living a more scrumptious life. Follow me on Instagram under the handle Juliet Caraman, French spelling with double T-E, Caraman, K-A-R-A-M-A-N. Facebook, again, Juliet Caraman. Now don't keep this magic to yourself, but share this podcast with anyone who you feel will benefit from this energetic exploration. Spread the wisdom, ignite their inner fire, and empower them to embrace their true selves. Together, let's create this ripple effect of transformation and inspire others to embark on their own journey of self-discovery. Thank you for being part of our vibrant community. Stay fully you and continue to radiate your unique essence in all that you do.